today's kernel is going out to Fran. Uh, a friend left me a message that said, hi, just listen to your podcast comparing index funds to cake recipes. Brilliantly clear. Thanks. And Fran, thank you so much for that message. And I'm happy you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun talking about finance and food at the same time. It's probably why popcorn finance exists. So I think that's a sign that I need to do more of this. So Fran, thank you so much for the kind note you left me. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Oftentimes, I'll get these questions about budgeting. Budgeting can be super personal. It really depends on every person's lifestyle, but there are some like rules of thumb that we can all apply when it comes to building our own budget. And whenever I think of budgeting, I always think of this one person, my co-host from the other podcast I host, if you didn't know, called This Is Awkward. Allison Baggerly of Inspired Budgets. Allison, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. You and I just talked about budgeting <laughs> for the past hour. Has it been an hour? Yeah, you know, we were supposed to be recording some stuff for This Is Awkward, and then we got into this hour-long conversation about our budgeting and retirement planning. So it, it, it worked out. That was our prep for today's episode. There we go. Yes, it was fun. I love <laughs> talking about budgeting. All right, well, this is perfect because I got a question from Myra, and she wrote in and asked me, For this year, my resolution is to make better habits concerning money, and what better way to start is by budgeting. My question to you is, how much money do you need to start budgeting? What percent do you need to take out of your paycheck? So this is a really broad question, but what really caught my eye was her statement of how much money do I need to start budgeting? And I think you have feelings about this, Allison. Oh, man, I sure do. Okay, so what's her name again? Myra? Myra. Myra. Okay, Myra. You don't need a certain amount. Like, it's very interesting. This is very interesting to me that someone would think that they need to hit a certain amount. Like, once I make X dollars, I can budget. You can write a budget off of any money that comes in. Um, And that's what I highly recommend that you do. So you don't need to wait until you're making $50,000 or $100,000 to start managing it. You need to manage it no matter how much money you're making. So essentially, a budget is just a plan for what you're going to do with the money that comes in. So let's just say that you bring in $2,000 a month. I'm using $2,000 to make it super simple. What are you going to do with that $2,000? What is it allocated towards? How much of it are you going to spend on rent? How much on food? How much are you going to spend on your cat that you love and you want to buy, I don't know, cat treats for, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's just simply a plan. So I would say start budgeting now, no matter how much you're making. And in fact, the sooner you start budgeting and the sooner you implement that habit into your life, as your income grows, as you start making more money, you will know what to do with it. You'll have a plan with it and you won't be overspending in certain areas or wasting that money um, because you'll have those habits in place. And you know, okay, there's so many things there that I wanted to ask you follow up questions on. But with that last <laughs> point you made, I think it is so important to start earlier, especially if you're earlier in your career or, you know, maybe you, you know you're going to be advancing and making more money eventually because it gets so much harder 
to try to like save and do things with a larger income on a bigger scale if you haven't started when you were making less because it becomes like, well, I finally have this money now. I don't want to just like save this. Let me have a good time because you haven't built up those habits. And it's just that lifestyle creep, right? When you have that lifestyle creep and it's creeped up for years and years and years and then all of a sudden you're saying, wait, oh my gosh, I need to save some of this or I need to invest some of this. It's harder to pull back and scale back on that lifestyle creep. So as you are saving younger or when you're making less, it allows you to really look at your purchases and look at your spending with a different eye, look at it in a different filter. And it's easier for you to realize, you know, what is worth spending my money on and what am I willing to cut back on so that I can do these other things I want to do in my life. If you've ever paid off a student loan or started a business, you know how life-changing it can be. So wouldn't it be nice if there were some way to celebrate that? That's why I started Statement Cards, because financial accomplishments and career milestones are as worthy of celebration as pregnancies and engagements, and it's time to give those milestones the recognition they deserve. Head to StatementCards.com to check out our full line of greeting cards. That's StatementCards.com. The other thing that you you touched on that Myra mentioned was her asking, like, how much do I need to make to get started? And I think we so often feel like we're not even prepared to start. Like, mm-hmm. we're I'm not even qualified to start budgeting or to start investing. And I think it, it that fear of one not understanding what's going on, but then also feeling like I'm not I'm I'm who am I to try to you know handle my money right now? Yeah, I, I often delays us and and causes us to wait forever to get started when. There's no better time than just right now to to jump into this stuff. Yes. I think that when it comes to how much do you need to make to start budgeting, you need to make one dollar. (laughs) (laughs) if you are you hiring someone for a dollar right now no i'm just saying like if you make one you know it's almost like we think of well i'll teach my kids how to start budgeting when they get their first real job well why can't we teach them you know based off of the amount that they're making from chores Mm. or they don't need to wait until they get out of college and have a full-time job or they have a full-time job we can teach them on their part-time job so you don't need to have this this thing you're looking for saying, I'll start then. Why not start now? Yeah. We hold ourselves to some reason to like a much higher standard than we would even like hold our friends like and other people in our lives because I don't know, we're just so much harder on our on, <laughs> for, on ourselves for some reason. Absolutely. I'll never forget side story. My brother and I had a friend growing up and in high school, he was working at Garden Ridge. Are you familiar with Garden Ridge? I have no idea what Garden Ridge it's is. It's just like a hobby <laughs> lobby, but for garden, it's like another hobby lobby. They might not even be around anymore. But I remember he was 16 years old and he was contributing like, I don't know, some crazy amount of his income to his 401k. Who's this responsible kid? I know, right? Um, I think he's a lawyer now. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> makes, makes sense. <laughs> and he was contributing it to his 401k. And I remember thinking like, why are you starting that now? Like, this is silly. And I remember him being like, why not start it now? Mm. Why not? So Myra, why not start now? There's never this perfect moment. Or I don't think that there should be this period of, I need to wait until. Mm. So yes. just start budgeting now. You know, Quickly, Allison, before we get out of here, of course. what is one technique? Do you have like a favorite budgeting method that you like to recommend to people? If they're like, I don't even know where to start. I, I budget just pen and paper. I find that physically writing out my budget helps cement it in my brain more. 
However, I don't think that that's right for everyone. I think it's all about what is it that you're willing to stick to. If you are a super computer person, like Chris, I know you do all of your (laughs) budgets in Excel because we were just talking about it for an hour. If that is your jam, find what you connect with and that you can continue with. For me, I like to physically write it out, hang it up somewhere in my house and go back to it and get my whiteout or my eraser and erase it and do that. So I would start with physically writing it out because then it cements more in your brain. And then if you don't like that, move on to some sort of Excel spreadsheet or an app. All right. Perfect. So Myra, don't be afraid to get started. It doesn't matter how much you make. Write it out like Allison says. Just get started. Don't let too much time pass you by because we've all been there where we just waited out and, you know, never do anything. So really hope this helps. And then Allison, other than, you know, being my co-host on This Is Awkward, what else do you have going on and where people can reach out to or where can people go to reach out to you (laughs) to find out more? Oh my gosh, I have so much going on, but you can follow me on Instagram at Inspire Budget. You can go listen to my podcast with Chris. This is awkward. Or you can follow me online. Just go to inspirebudget.com. I have so many freebies. And Myra, I have a free budget course, budgeting basics email course that you can sign up for. If you go to inspirebudget.com, sign up. I'll get you started. We'll get you budgeting and you're going to love it. Well, Myra, I I highly recommend it. I, I don't think I know anyone who loves budgeting as much as Allison. So if you want some enthusiastic <laughs> help with, <laughs> with budgeting, she's definitely the one to go to. Oh, thanks, Chris. Well, thank you, Allison. Uh, maybe one day we'll finish recording that other podcast we were supposed to do. Uh, but until then, <laughs> thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. And thanks to all of you for joining me here for another episode. And, you know, over the past few weeks, I've had the opportunity to talk more and more about how I really believe in being a simple, boring investor. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. This is a philosophy that I've adopted for my own investment strategy and how this is a technique that's been proven to work year over year. And I got to expand on these thoughts a little bit more in an article that I wrote for CNBC's Grow. And I really got to dive into my investment strategy, uh, why I keep it simple (laughs) and how it's helping me move towards a retirement at an earlier age than I even thought I could. So I hope this encourages you. I hope that if you read this article, it gives you some confidence to continue to focus on steady, simple, low cost investing. And I'll have a link to that article in the show notes if you want to check that out. As always, I appreciate you all joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.